Welcome to the podcast of Faith Forward Church of Atlanta with Pastor Jonathan Richardson. Our current series on increase is designed to help you obtain the posture that is required to see the true prosperity of God in your life. Stay tuned for today's message based out of Genesis chapter 2, verses 8 through 15, entitled, You've Already Got What You Need. Now God move in this place. Do whatever you came to do. We turn it over to you to have your way. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen today. This is the book of Genesis. I got some work to do. I'm going to take my time. Is that all right? I'm going to take my time. Here it is, verse 8, book of Genesis, chapter 2. Now the Lord God had planted a garden. Somebody say a garden. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden. And there he put the man he had formed. The Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge, good and evil. A river, somebody say a river. A river watering the garden flowed from Eden. From there it was separated into four headwaters. The name of the first is the Pshans, winds through the entire land of Havilah, where there is gold. The name of the second river is Gihon is winds through the entire land of Cush. Name of the third river is Tigris. It runs along the Euphrates, runs along the east side of Ashur. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. Verse 15, the Lord God took the man, put him in the garden of Eden to work it, take care of it. I want to read this for emphasis. Now the Lord God planted a garden in the east in Eden. There he put the man he had formed. I want you to give your neighbor my topic today. Look them in the eye and tell them you've already got what you need. You've already got what you need. In a recent interview that Steve Harvey had with comedian Monique, he said the best thing you can do for poor people is to not be one of them. You ain't going to say amen. Although there's a lot of controversy surrounding this statement and an interview between Steve Harvey and Monique, one of the things I respect about Steve and Monique is that they have been able to use their platform of comedy to create increase and provide for themselves and their family. No matter what you might think about Steve Harvey, no matter what you might think about Monique, the reality of the matter is true, and that reality is that they took what they had to create what they needed. I want to help somebody today because in our notion of increase, if you're going to truly experience it like Mr. Harvey, I think at some point we have to ask ourselves a question, and that question is, what has God given me? If you're ever going to really experience increase, if you're ever going to have more than what you have right now, one of the questions you're going to have to ask yourself is, what has God given me? What has God designed me for? What has God created me for, T? What has God placed me on the earth for, Sharonda? What has God pushed me into this space for? Because here it is, if you can't define it, you can't fulfill it. If you're ever going to be all that God has called you to be, at some point in life, you're going to have to define why it is, Deontay, that God put you here. And the honest reality is that God does not want you to struggle. You ain't going to say amen today. 
The honest reality is that God does not want you to struggle. And the reason that I believe that God does not want you to struggle is because you can't help people if you're struggling yourself. You ain't going to say amen to me. God doesn't want you to struggle because if you have more in store, that means you have more to offer. If you have more in your bank account, that means you have more to share. If you have your own enterprise, if you have your own business, if you have your own stuff, that means that you have something you can use, Bianca, to empower the people around you. And I want to help somebody in the house today to help you understand that one of the things that we have to understand about the gospel is the gospel is the good news. Preacher, you may be asking yourself, well, what is the good news? Well, you can find the good news in the book of Luke chapter 4 where Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel and the good news. And one of those things he says is that he says to proclaim that the poor can be rich. Can I help somebody today? It is not a shame to be prosperous. You should not be ashamed of the fact that God is about to bless you. Look at your neighbor and say, God is about to bless you. You should not be ashamed of the fact that God has been good to you. You should not be ashamed of the fact that you went out and you did something, Aaron, and got a raise. You shouldn't be ashamed of the fact, T, that people call you to come and speak at conferences. You shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that God has put you in a position to prosper you, Britain. And the reality of the matter is, is that prosperity has almost become a curse word in the church. Prosperity has almost become a curse word in the church. It's almost like it's more righteous to be broke i can't hear nobody in here you ain't gonna say amen it, it, it's 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 more holy to not have no money uh it, it, it it's it's more sanctimonious to be struggling and, and i don't know where that mindset came from because i want somebody to understand this point is that when god created adam he did not create him without resources and the revelation that I want somebody to understand today is that you are going to have resources that bless your life. Let me prove it to you. In the Bible, the Psalm 35 and 27 says that the Lord delights in the prosperity of his servants. In other words, God is happy when you're happy. In other words, God is pleased when you're okay to do okay for yourself. And I hear what some of you are saying in the back of your mind, preacher, I'm struggling. Preacher, I'm going through. Preacher, I'm having a hard time. But can I help the house right here and let you know just because you're struggling today does not mean that God will not prosper you tomorrow I can't hear nobody in the house today as a matter of fact you ought to help me warm this sermon up real quick and prophesy over your life I refuse to struggle all of my life come on open your mouth and declare it so you feel better about what I'm preaching I, I refuse to struggle all of my life because God delights in my prosperity God delights in the fact that I got something to pay my bills with God delights in the fact that I I got a car to drive because I can give somebody else a ride. God delights in the fact that I got a house to live in because that means when my neighbor or somebody in my family doesn't have a place to stay, I got an extra room. God delights in the fact that I started my own business because when I start my own business, I create my own economy and I create jobs for people in need. God is excited about your future and the reason God is excited about your future is because God knows the more you have in store, the more you have the 
offer. Can I help somebody in the house today and prophesy to you that this is the year you about to have more in store than you have ever had before. You ain't going to say amen. I got to preach to myself. I said, look at your neighbor real quick and tell your neighbor, neighbor, this is the year that you're going to have more in store that you ever had before. This is the year you're going to have more of the money than you forgot about than you ever had before. And you're going to look up and say, I forgot I had $100 in this other bank account. I can't hit nobody in here. Somebody needs to understand that God delights in the prosperity of his people. I feel like preaching, you might as well say amen, because one of the translations of the word prosper in Hebrew is the word to complete. In other words, when you begin to prosper, you begin to be complete. You miss that all together. That when you begin to prosper, you begin to be whole. In other words, when you are prosperous, what happens is you step into the place where you can now complete the assignment that God has given you in the earth. Can I give you good news and the truth at the same time? It costs money to complete your assignment. I can't hear nobody in the house today. You sitting in a building that somebody paid the rent. You sitting in a place where somebody got the light bill. You sitting in a place where somebody paid for us to be here but I want you to understand that if God is guiding you somewhere that means that God is also providing for you in the place that God is sending you and I want to preach to about five people in here that can open up your mouth and declare over your life I have an assignment I can't hit nobody in the house today come on don't make me work hard I need you to open up your mouth right now and declare it over your life I have an assignment and the reason that I'm so confident in God the reason I'm believing God is because God is going to give me the means for my assignment. Can about three people receive that in the Holy Ghost right now? That God is about to give you the means. I feel a push in here for what he's called you to do. That God is about to give you an assignment that he's not going to let you go broke trying to fund. That God is about to give you an assignment that he's not going to let you go under trying to get over. But this is a season of your life, church, where I've come to prophesy to you that God is about to open the floor. I can't get nobody in the house today that God is about to open the floodgates for everything he's called you to do for every book he's called you to write for every play he's called you to start for every investment he's called you to make I came to prophesy to somebody that God will not let you be empty in your assignment and one of the things you've got to understand today church is that to complete the purpose you've got to recognize that you've already got what you need Come on, open your mouth and say, I've already got what I need. If you're going to complete your assignment, you've got to understand that you've already got what you need. And today I want to give you uh, just my simple point is that we are empowered by God. God for increase when we recognize what we already have to prosper. That's my whole thesis statement. Did you get it? That we are empowered by God for increase when we realize or recognize what we already have to prosper in church. That's what happens um, for Adam in the book of Genesis. In Genesis chapter 2, it is the creation account, Hannah. And where we find is that God created Adam and put him in a place in northeast Africa called Eden. Can I go ahead and burst your bubble? Jesus was not Caucasian. I can't hear nobody in the house today. You ain't gonna say amen because you, you you look at every picture and say that's the Lord. No, no, no. The Garden of Eden, uh, uh, scholars say Mother Lucy was in northeast Africa. 
Africa. And one of the things that you find in the Bible is that God created Adam and put him in Northeast Africa. It was not the Middle East. It was not Saudi Arabia. It was not Southwestern Asia. It was North Africa. I don't care what they taught you in middle school. Can you talk back to the preacher? And all Adam needed was in the garden of Eden. All Adam needed was already in the earth. But watch it, church. It was Adam's job to cultivate what God gave him and to make it work for him and his needs. In other words, God provided everything that Adam would need, but it was Adam's job to cultivate it and to activate it. Can I take a prophetic pause right here and tell somebody that you've got what you need to prosper because God has already surrounded you with all the tools you need to put it together. I can't hear nobody in the house today. And the reason you ain't gonna say amen is because you looking around asking somebody to do something for you. When God said I gave you what you need and you got to figure out how to make it work. I can't hit nobody in here. The reason you frustrated is because you always trying to find somebody to help you with something. Not that that's a bad thing, but I wonder what would happen if you tapped into your internal resource. I can't hit nobody in the house today. I wonder what would happen, Sequoia, if you woke up one day and said, I'm the baddest hairdresser that ever lived. I don't need nobody to do what I got there. I can handle it for myself. I wonder what would happen, Faith, if you woke up one day and said, I got five talents. I got all the gifts that God can give somebody. And if I figure out how to make my gifts work, my work is going to prosper me and my life. I wonder what would happen, Nitra, if you woke up one day and said, I'm going to have my own because I ain't going to be in a position where I got to depend on nobody for nothing. I ain't got to beg nobody for nothing. I ain't got to stress nobody for nothing. But one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to say that God has already provided for me because God has already put what I need in the earth. Oh, I'm so glad about it because that's what Psalm 24 and 1 say. It says, for the earth is the Lord. I can't hit nobody in the house today. And the fullness thereof. In other words, that means that God has put everything you need around you. And when you get the revelation that what God gave you does not belong to the devil, but what God gave you belongs to God. And as soon as you tap into your talent, as soon as you tap into your understanding of who God is, God is going to say, I'm going to use what's in the earth to prosper your life. Can you lift your hands right here? I want to declare over your life that this is a season where you're going to prosper on purpose. I can't hit nobody in the house today. I feel a push in here. Y'all might as well go ahead and help me free. I declare over your life that this is the season that your prosperity, it will not be an accident. I come to declare over your life that your prosperity will not happen by chance. But I declare over your life that in this season, God is about to open your eyes to who you really are. God is about to open your eyes to what you already got. And God is about to show you you've already got what you need. God's going to show you you've already got what you need. And there are about three things today that I want to help you to understand today from the life of the Genesis story in Adam to help you realize that you've already got what you need. And the first thing, church, if you're going to realize that you've already got what you need, you've got to learn to prosper where God placed you. You're not going to say amen because the truth of the matter is you're mad at where you are right now. But could it be that sometimes God puts you somewhere to teach you how to do something different? 
Could it be that the Lord allowed you to go through the season that you went through? Because God is trying to show you, unless I put you in a hard place, you'll never know what you really got. Unless I make you have to stress about some stuff, it won't push you to do all you can with what you have. And that's what I want someone to see in the text is because notice it says in verse 8 that the Lord God planted a garden in the east in Eden. And there he put the man that he formed. Can I give you a revelation that will help you walk into your increase? Here it is. God has already planted a garden where he plans to prosper you. You missed that altogether. I'm preaching better than you responding to me. Let me go back and repeat that. God has already planted a garden where he plans to prosper you. And what you have to realize is that you have a garden. In other words, a place where God has already ordained you to thrive. In other words, God has given you a space where things naturally work. Y'all missing my point. I told you I got work to do. I need you to work with me. God, God has given you a garden. In other words, gardens are symbolic of things that are growing. Gardens are symbolic of things, LaToya, that have life. And one of the things that will help you to walk into increase is that you have a garden where God has said, I have placed you here because everything you need is in your garden. Can I help you why some of us don't walk in the increase? We too busy looking over the fence at our neighbor's garden. I can't hit nobody in the house today. Can I tell you that comparison is a trap? Anytime you compare your house to somebody else's house, you always going to feel like your house is smaller. Anytime you compare what you driving to what somebody else is driving, you always going to feel like your car is smaller. But can I tell you a secret that I have learned over the five years of pastor in this church is that God has a garden for me and if I can just learn to tap in to the place that God has for me here's the revelation church I got the grace for my garden I can't hit nobody in the house today but can you just open up your mouth and prophesy I don't need your grace neighbor because I got my own grace I can't hit nobody in here I don't need your garden that's why I'm not looking over the fence at what you got that's why I'm not looking over the ledge at what you God that's why I'm not concerned about what you got because God has given me my own garden and God has given me my own grace I might as well go ahead and preach to help you wake up for a little bit but can you just open up your mouth and tell somebody that I've got the grace for my garden and the reason that I don't have to worry about where God put you is because I'm too busy focusing on where God has placed me and I'm not comparing myself to nobody around me but I am comparing myself to my own self can I help your neighbor real quick and help you understand that the only competition that you have is yourself I can't hear nobody in here but what you've got to learn how to do is outdo yourself every other day I can't hit nobody in here. I'm not.
not trying to compete with the person down the road. I'm not trying to compete with the person on my job. I'm not trying to compete with the people in my family. But the only competition that I've got in this season is trying to be better than I was on yesterday. Because if I can be better than I was on yesterday, then that means that every day I'm going to be growing. I can't hear nobody in here. If I can be better than I was yesterday, that means I'm going to always be progressing. If I can be better than when I was last week, that means that God, he's going to bless me. And God is, he's going to prosper me. Is there anybody in the building today that can open up your mind and prophesy into your future and say, I got the grace for my garden. I can't hear nobody in here. I said, open up your mind and prophesy. I got the grace for my job. I got the grace for my business. I got the grace for my family. I got the grace for my children. I got the grace for what I'm living in. I got the grace for what I'm driving. I got the grace for the vision that God gave me. And I came to tell your neighbor that when you feel like you're on by yourself, you just a case for gray. I can't hear nobody in here. Can you open up your mouth and tell your neighbor, baby, I got my own garden. I can't hear nobody in here. And because I got my own garden, I go to my shed. I pull out my own flowers. I got my own fertilizer. I pull up my own shovel. And I get to work. Because I've learned that if God, he's going to bless me. I got to learn how to work. What God gave me. Can somebody open up your mouth and say, I got the grace for my God. Clap your hands and shout. Hallelujah. I got the grace for my garden. So this is the thing, church. You got you to learn how to prosper where God plants you. And I want to help somebody today because I need to release this over your life, that this is the season you tap into the grace for your garden. You missed it. This is the season, the time, when God gives you a cosmic clue and a divine directive about where you're supposed to be placed. And here it is, when you find your garden, you will learn that prosperity is automatic. You ain't saying nothing to me. When you find, Miss Stinson, where God wants you, stuff gonna stick to you like a magnet. When you find the place God is sending you to be, you're not gonna have to worry about everything you've been worrying about because there's something about where God placed you. Because where God placed you is directly connected to your purpose. You missed it. That where God placed Adam was directly connected to the assignment that Adam was supposed to do. And if you can ever tap into the place where you are in your purpose, you will also tap into the place of your provision. I know you ain't going to say amen because the truth of the matter is you still trying to figure out what your purpose is. Can I give you a clue to your purpose? Here's the first step. Love the Lord God with all your heart. 
You missed it. In all your soul, in all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Can I give you a clue to your purpose? Seek ye first the kingdom. You ain't going to help me preach. And it's righteousness. And then all things will be added unto you. Can I help you understand that if you learn to put God first, God will help you prosper in your life. If you learn to put God in his proper place, God will show you where your garden is. If you learn to turn down your will and say, God, show me what your will is. I want to be in obedience. I want to be in your spirit. I want to be in the flow of God. Can I help somebody in the house today? one of the reasons God shut that thing down is because baby that wasn't your God in no way I can't hear nobody in here can anybody just lift up your hands and say God I'm thankful that you didn't answer that prayer I can't hear nobody in the house today can, can somebody lift up your hand and say glad I'm God glad, God I'm glad you didn't give me that garden because that garden had weeds in it I can't hear nobody in the house today God I'm glad you didn't give me that garden because what I thought was green grass was artificial turf I can't hear nobody in here I'm so glad that God didn't give me what I asked for because if I can just keep on moving I learned to prosper where God placed me you got to understand this that here it is church if God placed you there you can prosper there you missed it that if God placed you there you can prosper there and one of the challenges, church, is that we oftentimes, Trees, get frustrated with where God placed us. You didn't expect to be single at this age. You, you didn't expect to be divorced by this time. You didn't expect to be out of work or looking through the newspaper clips for job. But can I tell you a revelation? Sometimes the Lord shows you who you are in the worst place. You ain't going to say amen to me. That sometimes God will let you fall to show you how to pick yourself up. I can't hear nobody in here. Can somebody testify and say that when I went through that worst season, it was the best thing for me. Because what I learned how to do was to tell myself, you know what, baby? You still look good. I can't hear nobody in the house today. Because when he didn't want me, you know what I did? I looked in the mirror and said, you know what? You got your hair done, nails done, everything did. I can't hit nobody in here and you still show the fire. I can't hit nobody in the house today that when that job didn't want me, you know what that did? That they said, okay, baby, I can make my own money. I don't need your job no way because I'm equipped with my own economy. I can't hit nobody in the house today. I'm so glad that I was rejected by them because my Bible said that when it came to Jesus, the stone that they had rejected has now become the chief cornerstone. Can I prophesy to somebody and let you know that this is a season of your life where God is about to let you build yourself back up. I can't hit nobody in here, but can I talk to about five people that can say I'm sure enough a survivor because I fell down in the last season. I almost wanted to quit in the last season. I almost wanted to die in the last season and God didn't come down and swoop me up, but God told me that when they forsake you, lo, I will be with you, even until the end of the A that when I was down by myself and I thought I couldn't do it then God said you can do all 
healthy. I can't get nobody in here to them that believe in Christ Jesus. I came to prophesy to somebody that's been knocked down my life, that's been kicked down my life. This is the season. God says, I'm going to show you how to pick yourself back up again. Can you prophesy over your neighbor's life and say, neighbor, I declare that you're going to pick yourself back up again after what you went through you gonna live after what you came through you gonna survive after what you came through you gonna prosper look at your neighbor and say pick yourself back up again if God placed you there you can prosper there if, if God put you there you can find your increase there if God allowed you to be in that place that means he's going to provide you some grace. And that's all I want you to understand, church, is that, that you've got to learn how to prosper where God placed you because where you are is not by accident. You ain't going to say amen. Where, where you are, it, it's not by accident, church. Where, where you are is not random. But here it is. What you've got to do is learn how to ask God, show me how to prosper. I can't hear you today. That sometimes in your life, church, you've got to ask God for wisdom on how to make your stuff work in a place you didn't sign up for. You ain't saying amen. That, that sometimes you've got to ask God to give you the wisdom, Kenan, to prosper where God placed you. But number one, you got to prosper where God placed you. But number two, understand that you've got to work what God gave you. Notice that you've already got what you need to prosper because not only do you have to learn to prosper where God planted you, placed you, but you also have to work what God gave you. And one of the critical questions to increase is answering this question, God, what have you given me and what have you provided for me? Notice the text says that the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground in the garden. He made trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. And in the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, you will recall God told Adam that it was okay to eat from the tree of life. But he was given specific instructions not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I need to take a prophetic pause to tell you that even in your garden, the adversary will try to creep in from time to time and manipulate what God told you. You missed that altogether. That even in your marriage, the adversary will creep into your garden. You ain't saying amen. That even when you've made up your mind to serve God, the adversary will try to creep into your garden. That even when you've told God, for you I'll live and for you I'll die, the adversary will see your garden and he will say, I wonder if I can manipulate you out of the place God told you to be. Because when the adversary came into the garden, he asked Eve and he said, now, did God say? Y'all missed it because you didn't read Genesis. This school is the first book of the Bible. I'll help you. He said, now, did God say that you would die? See, here's the thing about the enemy is that the enemy will try to make you look at what God gave you and say, this ain't enough. 
you ain't going to say amen because that's exactly where you are. You looking at your stuff and saying this ain't enough. You ain't going to admit it. It's cool. You looking at yourself and saying, this ain't enough, God. This ain't enough. But can I give you a key to increase? God will never trust you until you can become content with where you are. You ain't going to say amen to me because everybody want to be a star. Everybody want to be on social media. You want to see how many likes you can get, how many views you can get, and how many shares you can get. But can you be okay with yourself and nobody else? I can't hit nobody in the house today. Or do you always need somebody to compliment you and to validate you? I can't hit nobody in the house today because one thing I've learned about God is that God sends elevation when you pass the test of your guard. I can't hit nobody in here and if you want to see increase in your next season you know what you're going to have to do you're going to have to look at something that you like and say no I can't hit nobody in the house today and I know that you didn't come here for all of that but can I tell you what the Lord told me yesterday God told me if you serve me with all of your heart I will bless you immeasurably did you hear what I just said God told me yesterday he said that if you serve me with all of your heart I will will bless you immeasurably in other words if you don't give me 90% but you give me 100% I'm going to give you what you're praying for and what you're asking for and can I tell you the best thing that I've learned to take me to a new place of grace it's the ministry called no I can't hear nobody in here tell somebody stop DMing you the answer is no I can't hear nobody in the house today tell somebody lose my phone number because you're calling me too much the answer is no no, I can't hit nobody in the house today. And the reason your neighbor can't shout is because they keep saying yes to what God said no to. And I come to help somebody in the house today that what God is about to do to help you grow through your garden is he's going to give you the strength of a word called no. I need somebody that's got the faith to just open up your mouth right here and tell the enemy, no, you can't have me. I can't hit nobody in here I need you to tell that person that keep telling you that it's alright ain't nobody gonna know I ain't gonna tell nobody they got the ministry of Alicia Keys I will keep your secrets your secrets are safe with me I can't get nobody in here you got to learn how to tell them no when you're down to your last down and you're looking to go back to the life you came out of you got to learn the ministry of the word called no when you're all alone by yourself and you feel like you need somebody to call on don't call Tyrone cause the song said he can't help you no way but what you need to do is call on Jesus because he's on the main line can you lift up your hand and lift up your voice and tell the enemy that it can't have your life and you open up your mouth right here and say devil you can't have me enemy you can't stop me I don't care if you try to creep into my garden the answer is no I don't care if you try to creep into my life the answer is no and if I can tell you no then God is about to tell me yeah I can't hear nobody in here but can you open up your mouth leave your head mad lift your head to God and tell the devil no and tell God yeah I said give him a yeah I said tell him yes clap your hands and shout
Oh, I need the church to say yes. Open your mouth. Come on, I can't hear you. Tell them yes. You got to understand that the devil tried to get in your garden. And not only do you have to prosper where God placed you, but you got to work what God gave you. Can I tell you, church, that God, he, he gave Adam everything he needed, but Adam still had to work it. Tell your neighbor, it'll work if you work it. Tell them again, they didn't believe you. Tell them it'll work if you work it. He had everything he needed, but he still had to work it. And if you want to see increase, church, in your life, in this next season, here's the question you're going to have to ask yourself, how much work are you willing to put in? You ain't going to say nothing to me. Because the truth is, you ain't maximized your potential yet. Say amen today. You, you ain't going to say nothing because you're still waking up after the sun. It's cool. My Bible say in Mark 135 that Jesus got up before it was daytime. Went to a solitary place where he prayed. Can I tell you, you got the same 24 hours that your neighbor got? But the reason you ain't seen it is because you sleeping through half the day. It's cool. You ain't going to say amen. But the question you're going to have to ask yourself in this next season is how much work you willing to put in? Because can I tell you something? Success is not an accident. You missed what I just said. Success is not an accident. And one of the things that I've got to learn, or rather the things that I've learned over this last six months of my life, is that intentionality brings its own reward. You missing what I just told you. Because you shooting with a shotgun when God says shoot with a rifle. You miss what I just said. And the truth of the matter is, as long as you still shooting in the dark, you missing your target. And what God is trying to help somebody understand, that the reason I have not increased you, because you don't have the work ethic yet. You ain't going to say amen. But I wouldn't be your pastor if I didn't tell you the truth. The reason I have yet to elevate you is because you still got a bad attitude. Let's go. The reason you have yet to see what I'm going to do in your life is because you still complaining when stuff don't go your way. Talk to me. And one of the things that mature people understand about progression is that successful people don't complain about problems. They find solutions. You ain't saying nothing to me. Because here it is, church, why would God send somebody to you to solve a problem if you got no answer? And the reason that some people don't have no answer is because they are too drowned by their own problems to see a solution for what God is trying to give them. Can you touch a neighbor real quick and say, boo-boo, it ain't that serious. I can't hear nobody in the house today. It's cool. You ain't got to say nothing to me. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, boo, it really ain't that serious. Because what you crying over, somebody was trade places with you in a heartbeat. I can't hear nobody in the house today. Come on, tell them, boo, it really ain't that serious. Because you keep complaining and God trying to bless you another way. I can't hear nobody in here. Look at your neighbor and say, you know what? It really ain't that deep. Stop calling me all the time. Because I can't fix your problem. You're too hard-headed. 
Look at your neighbor and tell him, I'm going to bless you, but God going to show you how it's going to be done. In this next season, you're going to have to figure out how bad do you want it. And I know that this message is missing some people because you have yet to want it bad enough to work for what you need. Say amen today. You, you, you've yet to say that I'm going to wake up earlier and stay up later, even if I got a kid, to do the assignment that God said I need to do. And I want to help somebody in the house today. Somebody got the same situation you got and working twice as hard. Say amen today. Somebody is dealing with something worse than what you're dealing with and still has the courage to wake up and get it done. Can I prophesy over your life? I declare you got the grace to get it done in this season. I can't hit nobody in here. I need to prophesy over your neighbor and tell your neighbor in this season, I don't care what your home look like. You got the grace to put it back together. I can't hit nobody in the house today. I don't care what your money look like. You got the grace to prosper. And I come to tell your neighbor next to you that if you can stop looking at what's broken and look to your God, the song say he's a balm in Gilead. In other words, that means he can heal a place that's broken can you look at your neighbor real quick and say neighbor God is gonna fix what the devil broke I can't hit nobody in here but turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that if God broke it that means I'm just looking to God to fix it he said uh, I put you in the garden but you still got to work the ground here it is church in this next season's God gonna show you how to make it work Say amen today. In this next season, God's about to show you how to put all the pieces to fit together. In this next season, God's going to show you how to make it come together. I tell the story of a young girl and a father. And she said, Daddy, I want you to go to the kitchen. And I want you to make me a cake. And the daddy walked up from the little girl. She went to the kitchen. Came back. Pulled out some eggs. Pulled out some flour pulled out some batter, put it on the table with some butter. And the little girl looked at him and said, Daddy, Daddy, I thought you were going to bake me a cake. And he said, Baby, I'm trying to teach you a lesson. The lesson is you already got all the ingredients. This is a Baptist church. Y'all know how to preach. You already got all the ingredients. And the truth of the matter is, is that's where Adam was in the garden. He had all the ingredients. He had everything he needed, Deontay. But here it is. He had to figure out what he was working with. Can I tell you that God will give it to you, but he won't make it work for you? You ain't going to say nothing to me. Can I tell you that, that God will put it in your hand, but he won't make it all come together for you? Come on, prove it to me, preacher. He said, come in, Noah. I want you to build me a boat. I can't hit nobody in the house today. He, he, he said, Noah, I want you to build me a boat. But watch the text. He says, so make yourself an ark. I can't hit nobody in the house today. He told Noah, I want a boat, but here it is. I need you to make not me an ark. I need you to make yourself 
an ark. And when you get the ark, here's the instruction. I need you to get some cypress wood. I need to make the rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This, uh, Noah, is how, watch it, you going to build the ark. You ain't saying amen to me because you're looking to God to build your dreams for you. No, 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 no. He told Noah, I want you to build me an ark. And what I want you to do is I'm going to give you instructions, faith, on how to build it. And the ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Can I prophesy in your life that this is the season God is about to give you specific instructions? I can't hit nobody in the house today because you're working on something and you don't have time to miss. No, God, I need you to show me A through Z. I need you to give me the I dotted and the T crawl. I need you to show me just how to build the future that I'm trying to get to. He said, look, I need you to make a roof and leave some room below an opening one cubit tall. Can I give you the revelation that Noah, what I need you to do is create the vehicle for your own survival. You ain't talking to me because the truth of the matter is you don't ever step into true increase till you learn how to build your own boat. I can't hit nobody in the house today, but do I have about 10 people in the building that can open up your mouth and prophesy the reason I'm about to step into abundance like I've never had abundance before. The reason I'm about to step into increase like I've never stepped into increase before. The reason I'm about to have more in this season than I've ever had before is because God gonna show me how to build my own bowl. I can't hit nobody in here. And when God show you how to build your own boat, you know what you gonna do? You gonna take your stuff. You gonna take everything next to you. And you gonna say, baby, I didn't just build this boat for me, but I built this boat for you. I might as well go ahead and preach and tell somebody next to you that this is the season where God is about to give you the vehicle for your own survival. I can't hit nobody in here. That this is the time that God is about to show you how to make it work for yourself and build yourself a future. This is the time you go stop depending on other people to do what God said you can do for yourself. And you gonna stop leaning on foe to take care of you all the time. I'm not saying you don't need help and I'm not saying you don't need somebody to push you but what I am trying to tell somebody is that you cannot get comfortable in mediocrity I can't hit nobody because what God is about to show you is how to switch from being average to living in the overflow I feel like preaching can you just tell your neighbor I got a word for your life Your days are depending On other people Are about to come To an end Connie I can't hear nobody talking to me I said tell somebody That the days Of you looking for somebody else To do what God said You can do for your own increase is coming to an end because what I'm about to do is I'm going to give you instructions for how to work your garden I can't hit nobody in here can I preach for a little while 
and tell somebody that you've already got what you need and the reason you've already got what you need is because you got to learn how to prosper where God placed you but then you got to learn how to work what God gave you but last but not least you got to tap into the streams that God has provided for you I can't hear nobody in here that notice what the Bible says it says that God put Adam in the garden but he was connected to four rivers in other words Adam was connected to four streams and the names of the streams were the Pishon the Gihon the Tigris and the Euphrates y'all think I'm speaking tongues no it's in the Bible go ahead and look at your map of Africa and notice where God put Adam he put him next to the rivers of the Pishon the Gihon the Tigris and the Euphrates because all these streams were found in Northeast Africa where God put Adam can I tell somebody that the reason you about to experience increase is because you got to tap into the streams I can't hear nobody in here that God has already provided for you can you prove it to me in the text I know y'all was going to make me work hard but I'm going to preach anyhow preacher can you prove it to me how I can tap into the river can you prove it to me how I can tap into the stream well you got to understand that from the west flowed the Pishon and the text says that this stream went through the land of Havilah where there was gold can you talk to your neighbor and say that's one stream prophesy and open up your mind and say the reason the revelation is that one stream produced gold is because the Holy Ghost told me to tell you that God is about to make you shine in this season I can't hear nobody in here I'm gonna preach by myself and from the way there was the Pishon that came from the land of gold but can I tell you what came from the east from the east there was the Gishon from the land of Cush and if you know anything about the land of Cush this is present day Ethiopia and if you know anything about Ethiopia Ethiopia is a fertile land it's a fertile place that is good for planting crop and good for planting seed can I give you the revelation that not only is God going to make you shine from the west but God's going to make you fertile from the east I can't hear nobody in here I need somebody to 
open up your mouth and say, God, release the streams. I can't hit nobody. I need you to open up your mouth and say, God, release the river. I can't hit nobody in here. I need somebody to open up your mouth and say, God, show me where my stream is coming from. Can I go ahead and preach the Bible? Because not only do you have gold coming from the way, not only is God going to make you fertile from the E, but from the side, it was the Tigris. Can I tell you about the Tigris? That from the south, the Tigris ran along the east side of Ashur. And what's interesting about the Tigris is that the Tigris splits and joins the Euphrates, which suggests that the Tigris became a channel of connection to other sources and other strands of provision. Y'all making me work too hard, but I ate my weeders this morning, and it's all right because not only is God going to give you gold from the way, not only is God going to make you fertile from the east, but God's going to open up more streams. I need somebody to open up your mouth and tell the Lord, Lord, I need more strength. I can't hit nobody in here. God, I need more strength. And the reason that I need more strength is because one stream ain't good enough. I can't hit nobody in here. The reason I need more strength is because I got gold from the way. I'm going to be fertile from the east. I got new money coming from the side. I can't hit nobody in here. But last but not least, the fourth string, it was the Euphrates, which is the longest river in all of Northeast Africa. In other words, this particular string was the longest string of provision coming from the north. I can't hit nobody in here because God going to give you gold from the west. He gonna make you fertile from the east. He gonna open up new strings from the south. But God gonna give you something special that's coming from the north. And that's why the Bible said, I will lift up my head. I can't hear nobody in here. I will lift up my head unto the hill. Because all of my hell, all of my abundance, all of my provision, it comes from the Lord. Can you open up your mind and talk to your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't you worry. Don't you fret. Because God going to bless you with more streams than you got right now. I can't hit nobody in here. Because if God gave Adam four streams for increase, what make you think you supposed to survive off of one stream? I can't hit nobody in here. 
But if God gave you more strength than what makes you think, you're supposed to live off of your job alone. If God gave you more strength, what makes you think, you're supposed to live off of your nine to five alone. If God gave you more strength, what makes you think, you're supposed to prosper on one thing alone. Can I preach to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that did you know that the average millionaire has not one string, not three strings, not five strings, but the average millionaire, Yolanda, got seven streams of income. Can I preach to your neighbor? Because this word may not be for you, but this word might be for them. Because there's at least five people in here that got a million dollar anointing. I can't hear nobody in here. Can I see the people in the building that can say God is about to bless what I'm working on because I got a million dollar anointing. I got a billion dollar vision. I got a trillion dollar dream. I'm almost out of time but I came to close my sermon. Can you look your neighbor in the eye and grab your neighbor by the hand? I don't see nobody moving in here. I said grab your neighbor by the hand and shake your neighbor's hand. I can't see you doing it in the high. I said shake your neighbor's hand and give your neighbor a prophetic word from the law and tell your neighbor that in this season I can't hit nobody in here. I said tell your neighbor that in this season God is about to release the strings. I can't hit nobody in here. Can you help me close out my sermon and grab your neighbor and pull your neighbor and shake your neighbor and rock your neighbor and shake your neighbor. I said shake them like the streams are coming. I said shake them like the overflow is coming. I said shake them like the provision is already here. I said grab your neighbor and prophesy into your life and say neighbor I declare that you've already got what you need. I can't hit nobody in here. I said look at your neighbor and tell them in the face that you've already got what you need. And I declare as a man of God that this is the season that God is about to show you what you're already working with. I come to prophesy to somebody and tell somebody that the streams are flowing. I said the streams are flowing. If this ain't your word, then you can just stay seated. But if you know that you need the stream to open up in your life, I dare somebody to lift your hand in the air and lift your head up to heaven and say, God, I need more stream. I can't hit nobody in here. Say, 
God, I need more streams. I need more streams for my family. I need more streams for my business. I need more streams for my vision. God, I refuse to live off of this one stream. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I can't help myself because I done messed around and got happy because I can see God releasing the streams in my life and I came to tell somebody that if the blessings on the head then the blessings on the mighty I can't hit nobody in here but can somebody open up your mouth and declare that the blessing is on the house and because God has released the streams in my house God is going to release the streams in my children's life in my bank account in my business can I declare this over your life I prophesy that all of your streams are about to work for you I prophesy that all of your streams are coming in the perfect alignment I declare that all of your streams are coming in the perfect provisions streams of overflow streams of abundance multiple streams of income latrice and I don't know about you but I can't preach about no stream but I'll give God a praise I can't hit nobody in here I can't preach about the streams without giving God a praise in advance is there somebody in the building that don't have to wait till the battle is over you don't have to wait till the stream show up but you can give your God a praise on credit I can't hit nobody in here but is there somebody in the building that's not too ashamed to step out in the aisle and walk around the building and say I'm stepping into new territory I can't hear nobody in here I'm stepping into the overflow I'm stepping into my breakthrough I'm stepping into abundance I'm stepping into a new season I don't see nobody moving in here I need the intercessors to war in the spirit I need the prayer warriors to lift up your voice and give your God a praise I need the church to make a boast unto the Lord not for what's here right now but for what you believe God to do and what we about to do Anthony we about to give God a praise on credit for what he's about to do is there somebody in the house today that's ready to give God a praise for the streams in your life is there somebody in the house that's ready to give God a praise for the overflow in your life is there somebody in the house that's ready to give God a praise for the provision in your life is there somebody in the house that's not ashamed to tell God I expect the new season I expect the overflow I expect to live 
live in the streams, the streams of my new season. Because on that count of three, we going to get out of our sea. And we going to step out in the eye. And we going to give on God a praise on credit. I don't see nobody moving in here. I said on that count of three, we going to put our hands together. And we going to put our feet to work. I need the praises to come to the front of the church. I can't see nobody in here. Come here, Connie. I need the praises. I don't see nobody. I need the praises to come to the front of the church. And on the count of three, we going to give God a praise for the streams. I said one, two, everybody clap, yo. I don't see you moving. Thank you for tuning into the Faith Forward Podcast. We pray that this word has blessed you and drawn you closer to God. If you desire to connect with our church, please visit www.faithmove.org to join the Faith Forward family or become a covenant partner. We pray that God's abundant blessings, His love, His joy, and His peace continue to reign in